the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. I'm Dave Hawkins, and this is The Antidote, where we get into the art of Christian music. Nobody fits into that slot better than Dean Wells of Australia's premier prog metal band, Terra Maze. Last week, we spent an hour with Dean talking about the band's past releases. Tonight, we make it current as Dean returns to speak with me about I Wonder, the newest album from Terra Maze. No wasted time tonight because we have lots to hear. Let's get into the talk and hear Ocean Floor, our first song from the I Wonder release. I really do think we should get into the latest from Teramese. In the fall of 2020, you released I Wonder. On the promo material for the release, you said, I Wonder is an album I've personally wanted to write for a very long time. So what was holding you back? Um, that quote had a lot more to do with me singing my own music. I, I've always sung in Terramaze. I do all the harmonies. I've done like main vocals in sections and that, but usually people can't tell it's me because it's just, it's all mixed in as the song, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I've always sung a lot. If you see us live, like I'm playing fairly complicated sort of guitar stuff, but I'm singing all that stuff so much of the time with whoever was singing at the time, it was Nathan or Brett, um, and writing all this music and then having someone else sing them, which I do enjoy a lot. I love having someone else sing my music and working with them and trying to get their ideas in there and get it better. This one, something affected me. It was actually a person affected me so much of their life story that I had to write all this kind of not as technical music with stronger melodies with a lot more space, I suppose. And while I was writing them, you know, I would always sing down the melodies. Most most albums I would sing a lot of the melodies first and then whoever it was at the time, either Nathan or Brett, would either take it and go, yeah, this is good or I want to do something else with it. This one was like, I'm just singing it and I'm writing it and this is what we're doing now. I didn't know I was going to do that until the other guitarist, Chris. I suppose that was something else too. Having a second guitarist, even though I still play all the guitar stuff, it's like that hasn't gotten any simpler. But having a second guitarist has kind of let me go, I can sing and play this. Like I can sing and play this. I've got another guitar player playing as well instead of doing all the guitar myself. So he was the one that said to me, man, you, you need to sing this album. It's too personal. It's too raw to have anyone else sing it so i did (laughs) and i didn't know that i would go to do that until i would listen to the demos as well and kind of go i think my voice suits this more purely because the emotion behind the lyrics and melodies were so deep in me that trying anyone else sing it just made no sense to the band so that's kind of how it happened I suppose I never thought I was going to do that. Like I sang a lot before Terra Maze. I was doing lots more pop and all sorts of things. I'd sing a lot. I didn't know I was going to do it at Terra Maze where I sing every word, all the harmonies, 
and there's no other singing on there other than me. So that's why it was a very sort of personal album. I had to be brutal on myself because I'm usually a pretty harsh producer. You know, I want to get the best out of someone. So producing yourself, which is fine, but singing a Terramay's album because I've had such great singers, this is a challenge. And for me in, in life, I need the challenges. This makes life worth living. You know what I mean? Always learning and pushing yourself and finding things out about yourself that you didn't know. So I wonder was literally just that. And I was like, okay, you're doing this now and you have to step up. <laughs> so I'm glad I did. You know, I mean, I really enjoyed the process. Yeah, that's really why it happened. Well, I'm glad you took over vocals too, Dean, because Thanks, you man. do have a great voice. I mean, that Thanks. really comes out on the album opener, Ocean Floor. Cool. Thanks. That's a Yeah, that's one of the deepest songs on the album, which is why it opened the album, but... Yeah, thanks. <laughs>
mentioned about labeling a band's sound. How would you want to define Terra Maze? Uh, even if I tried to, you know, someone's going to have their own opinion, but it's sort of just artistic music, you know I mean? It, with really no rules, but it's, it's in the walls of heavy guitars and lots of instrumentation. Like, going under the progressive metal genre, I mean, is probably the closest thing that I can explain terramaze but sometimes we're not progressive i don't know melodic metal or melodic rock but sometimes it's very progressive especially a new song that goes for 26 minutes with so many <laughs> different changes so it's just terramaze I'm, I'm we're trying to basically kind of carve out our own sound and i mean you can hear our influences but we're really just trying to carve out our own sound i actually feel like i wonder it's probably the most original terramaze album I don't know. I think it's just taken years to understand what we're supposed to sound like. Not not what's what we're supposed to sound like, but just honestly, what this band sounds like. It's like I wonder is pretty much that. And it even almost falls into pop music at times. <laughs> that's the that's the pop influence in my writing and and my vocal. You know, I I don't listen to metal. I don't even listen to progressive metal. <laughs> 
I listen to a bit of Dream Theater, a little bit of Tool, bands like Seven Dust. But, you know, like I also listen to things like Nickelback and Five Finger Death Punch. I, I don't care if it's got a good hook and a riff. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, then my favorite band is a band called The Midnight, who were just synthwave music with amazing melodies. When I go to write Terra Mays, I suppose it's the music that me as a musician and a songwriter and a singer and a guitar player, it's the most I can do with my abilities, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm all in with Terra Mays. It's like, let's go. It's always a challenge even to rehearse. It's like, oh, there's that bit, and there's all that, oh, there's that part, and I'm singing while I'm playing this silly guitar riff. So it's got a level of anxiety in having to be a good musician to play, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing else in my life that's as challenging as that. You did have a bit of a chance to show off your guitar skills with this gorgeous solo on Lake 401. Are you a natural on the guitar, or is this something you really have to work at? Um, I've never had a lesson in anything, but I learn if I want to get good at something, I'll just figure it out. Sometimes it takes longer, and sometimes it comes to me really easy. Well, it's not really easy, but naturally, I suppose, because I'm passionate about it. With anything, I think if you're passionate about something, you're going to learn it eventually anyway. If it's someone teaching you, which is great, or it's you figuring it out for yourself, which is how I've had to always learn things. Sometimes I've had to learn the hard way a fair few times <laughs> because of the way that I learn, even in school, I just, it just, it just, just bore me. I, I couldn't learn by someone just talking at me. It's just like, I'm not going to learn this. But anything I'm passionate about, I'm so into. I mean, if you ask me about human body and, and health and conspiracies, like I've learned about it because I find it, interesting but if there's something i'm not interested in it's really hard for me to, to learn i'll just i tune out so guitar playing's pretty much that if I, I hear it in my head i suppose that the lake 401 solo i wanted it to sound like a saxophone so i kind of almost sang it in my head like a saxophone and i went well how do i play this and then just played it i suppose i'm not really looking at it in modal tones or whatever. I just hear the notes in my head and then try to play them best I can, I suppose. You know what I mean? Especially in a studio, I can just have as many goes as I want. It was a simple song, a bit sort of modern, almost hitting on pop, but it's dark. Take a walk to the faraway lake by the car And I asked her song
It's funny how I can spend a lot of time speaking with an artist and forget to ask the obvious, like why the song was titled Lake 401. Coming up, you're going to be surprised to hear who was a guest on the I Wonder album. You brought in a guest on A Deep State of Awake. How was mm. it that you connected with Jason Wisdom of Death Therapy? Um, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> What happened with that song when I was writing it, I used to do death metal. So on the first Terra Maze album, all the heavy death metal vocals, that's me. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I just sort of lost that ability and learned how to sing clean. Sure. And I've never been able to really do it again. But when I was writing Deep State, I'm like, this needs a little bit of death vocals. It just needs it. And so I sort of did like a mock-up version, put a bit of distortion on it and put it in there. Even my wife's like, that's actually really cool. You're going to do that properly. I'm like, she doesn't even listen to metal. And I'm like, yeah, I think I am. I need to find someone because I like death vocals, but I only like a certain sort of type. So I put a thing on my Facebook. I just went looking for death metal vocalists. That simple. And he wrote to me and sent me his band stuff. And I, I loved his voice because it was that deep, guttural death metal that had that sort of power. Sent him the song, he sent back the vocals, and I was just like, this is killer, man. So it stayed. It was that simple. But we did it on the first Theramaze album. We used to have the death metal with the clean vocals and have the death metal under the clean vocals. When I can't remember that many bands that were doing it at that time. I know there was a few, but I haven't done it since. So it was, I thought, you know, I'm going to bring that back because it worked, not for any other reason. For me, it worked with the song. It didn't work on the other songs because it wasn't needed. So mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I approach any song. Whatever is needed at the time, what I think anyway, I mean, I can only go by what I'm thinking or, you know, if someone else in the band's got an opinion, then we do it. And it's not like, oh, I hope people like this. It's kind of like, do we like it? Yes then job's done. You know what I mean? If other people enjoy it, then that's great. Some people didn't like it. I'm like, that's fine, but I'm not changing it. People who listen to music don't get a choice in what the person writes. You know, they just never should. Go make your own band sort of thing. Exactly. Anyway, that's, that's a whole other tangent. I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But fans are funny these days. I mean, our fans are, are great, but there's always a couple like, oh, I don't like this. I'm like, that's cool, but I'm not changing it. It's like me changing my personality to suit a random stranger. It makes no sense to me. It's like, I don't tell you what to do with your life. I don't care. I mean, you know what I mean? Whatever music comes out is purely where we're at at that time. And we'll probably always upset someone because we're going to constantly change. Mm -hmm. That's the fun of art. It's the fun of music. To me, it's just a blank piece of paper and throwing colors at it. It's just like... Sometimes it's just garbage. The amount of music I delete, some people would say that I'm nuts because even my band's like, don't delete that. I'm like, but I'm not passionate about this song. I may have written it, but it's not hitting me. So I'll actually delete it because I don't think I'm going to come back to it and go, that's amazing now. Sometimes I've been wrong on that. But <laughs> Hi, it's Dean Wells here from Terra Maze, and you're listening to The Antidote.
Well, you made me just think of something else. You've put out a lot of music over the years. I think it'd be easy to fall into just duplicating what you've done before. So how are you able to keep it fresh? Uh, I don't listen to my own music once it's done. I never have. Other than actually if I have to learn it to rehearse, you know, play live. Sure. But the process of writing is the fun. For me, that's where I'm like just I feel alive. It's like I'm not knowing what this is going to sound like. I've just gone from complete silence to just this piece of music from nowhere. So I'm always trying to better myself as a person but also musically. So I'll write something and then I'm like, no, 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 I could do better than that. And that's usually how an album comes around. Like I'll write a song. Uh, there could be a couple of songs, you know what I mean? or ideas for a song, and then one sticks out. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I reckon I can write better than that now. So that's what is constantly driving for me, because that to me is fun, because it's a challenge that I only put on myself. I mean, that guy, guys in, in the band have to deal with it. <laughs> if you ask them, it's, you know, it's part of the fun of like, okay, what are we going to do next? But that to me is what's appealing about being a musician is not knowing what you're going to do next. You know, I, mean? I, I don't understand how a band can write the same album over and over and over again. Like, I wouldn't even be a musician if that was the case. That just sounds boring. But for us, every album sounds different. I'm pretty sure they do anyway. Going back and writing this sequel to continue her halo was different again because I feel like my style's changed. So I'm like, how do I write this to kind of respect her halo and the sound but also bring it up to now i mean it was only five years ago but it's still like i'm always trying to progress in different sounds and if, you know, if it's keys we you know lost a lot of the strings and use only just some synths or whatever or hardly any at all her halo was filled with lots of strings and pianos and violins so bringing that back was fun but i realized that style's changed since then it sounds like a 2021 version of her halo but that's what keeps it fresh for me it's like not knowing where to go next because i don't have any rules on myself not even really as a person i mean i have morals but i just don't put myself in a box so why would i do that with music you know i mean i'm not trying to rule the world and not trying to not trying to be famous it's just like i love writing music you know like this is why we've gone to our own label because i don't want any rules on this i think that most musicians think like that but i don't know if they do you know what i mean it's just like let's just write the same song over and over again it makes no sense to me it's it actually makes it hard sometimes because i'll delete a lot of music i've spent days on but in the end i think i've got better songs out of it I don't know if it's self-indulgent, but I'm trying to write music that, that speaks to people. So if it's not speaking to me, then I, I think I'm, I'm way off the mark with that song. You know what I mean? So trying to teach myself piano. Cause I, I'm terrible on piano. Because <laughs> yeah, I can only play slow because I don't really know what I'm doing. But that's actually how I wrote a few of the songs on I Wonder, was playing chords <laughs> at the speed that I can play. And just singing, like uh, I think the song "Run" was me playing. That's as that's as good as I can play piano. But it forced me, I suppose, to write something else. You know, what I mean, something that 
I'm limited by the chords I can play, but then I could write a melody that suit it. But then all of a sudden, a song come out of it, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. It's not overly progressive or anything, but it's it's one of my favorite songs. So you know, things like that. This inspiring for me. The
Run is an incredibly pretty song. I'm really glad that Dean took over vocals for the I Wonder album. They just fit so well on that song. Up next, you'll find out just how opinionated Dean Wells can be. What about writing songs that are bound to annoy people? <laughs> because I think you've done that with This Is Not A Drill. Right. Part of one verse says, We're waiting for the cure, assured it's on the horizon. <laughs> Pandemic fabrication. The lies and shirt we'll never know again. That's a big statement to make. Is it a statement or is it just my thoughts? Like when I write lyrics, usually it's while I'm writing the melody. So whatever was happening right at that time was how I was feeling. And those lyrics, they just come out. You know, it was like how we're talking now. That's mm -hmm. how when I write music, you know, I'm just sort of almost like I'm talking to myself. That's the best way of me explaining how to, like, I would write a song. I don't, I don't sit and write out, dear diary. Um, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't. I'm, my brain's always going 100 miles an hour. So, like, I'll write lyrics with the melody, and I'm like, that's exactly what I want to say. But it's not saying this is absolute truth. This is like, have you thought about this? Because I'm thinking, is this bullshit? So I put it in a song. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you know, if we stop questioning things as humans, like, it's done. It's over. But they're already just crazily censoring the internet now, which is, is madness. You know what I mean? You can only think what they want you to think now. And that's not a conspiracy. It's exactly what they're doing now. They've blocked everyone I know from saying anything. And I'm like, this is insane, but great content to write music about. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I see it, you know what I mean? Because so, that's, that's the stuff that affects me. It's like, we're humans. You don't get to control us. You don't get to tell me how I think. What's what being a human is? Like, I can say it's blue and you can say it's black. That's cool. But we're supposed to have a, you know, discussion and commune and talk. Somewhere in there is going to be the truth. But you take out that other side, then the only truth that we're going to be told is their truth. But I've been, they've been doing that to us for 100 years. We think all these certain things. And I'm like, I disagree. Oh, no, that's madness. Why is it madness? Look at the other side of something that hardly anyone's looking at because you're too scared to be called a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not. I just think. And I'm interested in the truth, whatever it is. So, therefore, it ends up in the music. I'm not trying to do it to piss anyone off. I enjoy that it does. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because that's, but that's the idea of it. I'm not just going to say what everyone wants me to say in a song. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm thinking this right now. If I'm right or wrong, it, it makes no difference. I'm going to say it anyway. And discuss, if you want to discuss it. I have people write to me sometimes, what were these lyrics about? And I'm like, what do you think they're about? And they'll say this, and I'm like, well, to you, you're right. Because I'm not going to be able to change the way you hear a song. The same way, like, I think of certain songs later in life and I found out the lyrics, there were nothing even close to what I thought. But to me, it meant something else and it led me on a different thought pattern, I suppose. So, but yeah, that was written to piss people off a bit. <laughs> Not really, but that's my personality. Like, I love to laugh more than anything. If I could choose over just laughter and music, I'd probably choose laughter. I've laughed in, the, in some of the, the hardest times in my life just because 
why not? You know what I mean? Like, life's difficult. You don't have to take it all so serious. You can laugh about it even if it's, you know, something horrific. But that's my personality. I just like to find the fun in everything. <laughs> you know what I think, Dean? I think really what you're trying to do is you're trying to mask how upset you are that you can't read any more Donald Trump tweets. <laughs> there you go. You need to settle down. The that have been
This is not a drill from the Terra Mays album, I Wonder. You can disagree all you want, but Dean's right when he says that the internet is being censored. As Dean pointed out, he writes whatever is on his mind. That song is the best example. Next week on The Antidote, we'll be premiering Sunbreather, the new album from Fallstar. It may have been a long six-year wait, but this album made it worthwhile. Be sure to tune in. Our last segment gives the answer to what does a 90s pop song have in common with a prog metal band like Terramaze? And the answer is quite a bit. See you next time. Before we close up, I have to bring up the newest song from Terramaze. And it's not one of yours. It's a cover of Savage Garden's Break Me, Shake Me. Yeah. It must have meant something to you to record your own version. Ah. Uh. Savage Garden, Darren Hayes, especially being an Australian artist, it goes back a bit when I started to sing more and I literally just found Savage Garden for my way of singing. It actually taught me how to sing. Really? Yeah, like, and I could sing it quite easy, all the falsetto and all sort of stuff. I'm like, this is how I sing. And I'm thinking to myself, I want to sing heavy. I went from doing death metal vocals to almost sound like a girl. And I was like, this, but this is my natural singing. And maybe because Darren's Australian, you know, the phrasing and the style of music, I just liked the, the simplistic pop element of it, which is not too poppy, but Break Me, Shake Me had a little bit of, little bit of grit in there. So, and you just maybe, added more grit to it. Yeah, and it was a bit of funk. So I thought, I wonder if I can keep this song similar because it's not that easy to sing. But um, I, I just added, you know, extra sort of guitar and stuff to make it a bit of fun but like i got to meet darren years ago and hang hang out with him and his family and all sorts of stuff and it was a real eye-opener at the time he was quite popular he was just a, just a normal normal dude really nice guy got along with him really well spoke to him about music got to know his producer and all that sort of stuff and so doing a savage garden song sort of went you know i need to go back and kind of do a tribute to some of my influences that aren't metal the pop side finds its way into terramaze pretty strong um and that's where it comes from you know things like michael jackson savage garden <laughs> yeah like i love that stuff i love the, the vocals it's all about the vocals i can't listen to a band if the, if the vocals you know don't do it for me it's just i totally get that some people don't like my voice that's fine <laughs> i'm not changing it <laughs> Well, you know what, Dean? I have kept you for a long talk, man, and I really appreciate this. Thanks for speaking with The Antidote. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Really appreciate it. I never thought I'd change my opinion again But you